0: Welcome to Creating Success in the Mess, where we talk about just that, creating success in the mess of this thing we call life.
1: We're your hosts, Corin Whitney, a husband and wife team that does life and business together.
0: In this podcast, we share our struggles and funny moments as we have journeyed growing our family, our faith, and businesses.
1: We share inspiration, motivation, and practical tips and tricks to help you build yourself in a life you love.
0: invite you to join us every week on the podcast and we can't wait to create success in the mess together.
1: Hey there friends and welcome back to another episode. So last week we informed you all about our big move across this country
0: and all the pressure that we have.
1: Yeah. So if you want to. You say, hey, I got a lot of pressure in my life and I don't know how to deal with it. Well, go listen to the previous episode and you'll figure out how we're, we don't know how to deal with it either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got some good pointers there, but we tell you about how we have so much pressure in our life right now and it's very messy, but hey, guess what? We're going to get a reset. We're going to take a walk because we're not really doing anything at a great level with all this pressure. Right. And guess what? You have permission to do things at a D or a C in right. life. So don't worry about it. Go back, listen to that. So this week, we're going to update you guys about a business that we're trying to flip. It's an office supply business. And the main topic is, are you even making money? So here's the story. So we get this order that comes in. It's like $500. Who doesn't want a $500 sell? Wouldn't it do, would you like a $500 sell? Yeah. I, I like $500 sales.
0: Am I making $500? Oh, uh, you tell me. Uh, do you know your money? Do you know where your money is going and how much you're making?
1: I saw the $500 sale come and was like, hey, that's good. I like those. Yeah, we made 500 bucks today. Now, Whitney, come yeah. on, lay it down, uh-huh. break it down to us.
0: Right. So when that $500 sale comes through, there's actually multiple other areas that you have to look to see how much and what money you're actually making. This is one of the number one things that small businesses, you know, well, I would I'm going to argue large businesses even struggle with and the only difference is the large businesses they have a whole department that is dedicated to like that is their job. They they watch it, they look at it and they know and they analyze, they have, you know, you know, tops of the business running and crunching the numbers and stuff. So the fact that it would get missed in a larger business is less. Whereas a small business, you don't have all those people sitting around telling you, analyzing, running the numbers. You might have some accountant lady sitting in the back, like trying to collect invoices or something, if you have that. Otherwise, you don't have that information. You have to know how to find that information yourself. So when that $500 order comes through, do you know how much money you're actually making? Do you know how to figure that out?
1: So we look at the margin and we were like, okay, so the cost oh, of Wait, wait, wait.
0: What's a margin?
1: So, well, the margin is what money you have left over after the cost of the goods or the service that you're providing That's you're paid correct. for.
0: So you have $500... The customer
1: customer paid five hundred dollars. Their
0: invoice says five hundred dollars,
1: and we're rounding up for simple purposes. Yeah, and the cost was like three seventy five.
0: Okay, let's just do like you know four hundred. Can you do the math? I can. Do I the math. To have calculators.
1: I can break it up. <laughs> All right, we're okay. gonna keep it simple. Okay. We're starting with $500, children. Okay. <laughs> Gary walks into Sam's and has 32 watermelons. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. Right.
0: <laughs> right. So <laughs> but $500. $500. Customer pays you $500. Right. But then you had costs associated. Yeah, we had with... to buy the
1: office supplies that they wanted for $500. And uh-huh. once we bought those office supplies, it was like, we're just going to say $400. Okay. So now we only have, now we're only netting. Our net margin is a hundred bucks. So that's how much money we're gonna make, which is only twenty percent. So it's like a twenty percent margin, which right. is kinda like, okay. Like we have other businesses our margin's like ninety. Right. Like the cost is low and the delivery's high.
0: Okay. So we had our sale, mm-hmm. our $500. Right. We looked at the cost of the supplies that they bought, which was $400. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, we have $100 left. So then we make up, our, our whole profit is $100 nope. on this order? No. Well,
1: hold on. You're talking about me now or me like five years ago? Because five years ago, I'm like, oh yeah, I made 100 bucks.
0: Right. You would think <laughs> you made $100 because... But I was wrong. Yeah. It's not the number that goes into your bank account that mm-hmm. is the money you make. there. Right. is money that subtracts out of so,
1: that. So here's the thing. In this company, and the company that we're running is like a multi-million dollar like, company. They do a lot of business, like large region. Well, the delivery for these goods were like it was like two and a half hours away.
0: Right.
1: And we have no other orders, nothing else along the way. Like this is all that's going. Mm-hmm. A very large box of $500 worth of office supplies. And we're over here like, okay, so what's gas at right now? And so we calculate how much gas is, and we do that, and we're like, okay, we got 50 bucks left. And then you got to pay the driver, drive it back and forth, and we're like, holy smokes. We actually didn't only not make money, we actually paid. We're actually having, we're going in the hole. Right. Like, we're actually having to come out of our pocket. Over $500 just to get this stuff to them. And to me, I'm over here like, well, I don't want to do business like that. Like, just cancel the order. Like, we're just not going to do it. But the problem is, is this customer what? They have multiple locations all around this region, so we can't just cancel this one order because then it it ruins a relationship that we have built with this customer that orders from 20 different locations around us.
0: Right. So they are a very large customer. And on this order, we're going negative. If you sit down and you break it all out, we're going negative. Now, like, let's push pause because I know some some people out there are listening and they're like, why in the world would you even drive it two and a half hours away? Put it in. It's already in a box. Just ship it to... You know, UPS or something. Wait, other
1: people? I'm pretty sure that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that's my i in box." and I'll UPS it. Right. Like, that's cheaper than gas and paying someone to drive.
0: Now, if your business promotes free local delivery and your business has systems in place that require signatures or you know the other business that you're doing business with has systems in place whatever it is if your procedure is this you know specific way then do you deviate off of that when you when you do this calculation mm-hmm. And you notice, oh, I'm going negative in this situation. Do you deviate off of your normal, typical procedures in what your business has promoted and advertised as its service or not? That is a question.
1: Well, I'm going to always say that you stick by your customer service like mission statements. If you say that you provide it, then you should provide it. Correct. If you're going in the hole for it, then eventually you need to change your policy.
0: Correct. Yes. So, like we said, this is a large customer. Yeah. So, you you know you have to kind of take that into account. Well,
1: you can bite the dust once. Right. Every exactly. once in a while. The mm-hmm. problem is, is, as we're looking, we're kind of curious, okay, where else are we biting dust? And unfortunately, it's not just one time. It right. is multiple times.
0: So, the key is... When you notice this, well, the, to begin with, you have to know where to find your number because it's not the number that comes through that gets deposited into your bank account. I know when we first started in business, it was the hardest thing for you, not me. I'm
1: <laughs> just kidding. Yep, guilty. It's all my fault.
0: It was the hardest thing for me to get when people say I have a six-figure business. They're saying I have a six-figure business before cost.
1: Yeah, like I build. You build out over six figures.
0: Yes, so whatever that invoice amount is, that's what they're saying. Like, whatever they're build amount mm-hmm. is that's what you know that's that's the amount. That's not your profit. No. Your profit is a totally different thing and that is shown on like a profit and loss statement. Right. And you have to run your numbers and you have to know like I bought fifteen of these candles at, you know, twenty dollars a piece and it says that I, you know, collected um you know, $200. Okay, well, you're negative. Like, yeah. you're somewhere, your pricing was off. Your pricing wasn't high enough when you priced it. Like, something was off because you have yet to even account for the cost of where you're selling those. The cost of your time, like for selling those, the cost of, there's so much cost that goes into like that product alone. And it is, it is like the key to your business to know where your money actually is and not just to look at the number that's on the invoice or the amount that is deposited into your bank account.
1: Yeah. Because if you order $10,000 worth of merchandise, you have to do $20,000 worth of sales to even break even. Right. Because you have to be able to pay off what you had. Because half of it you've sold and half of it you haven't. So it's still sitting there. And then the problem is, then, is well, now you have a half empty store. So now you're ordering more. And so there is like this threshold of like understanding where your costs are. You can literally be a six figure business and have zero profit to show because. Your six figures is also a six figure cost.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's
1: where I think it's like, okay, it's great. How do I solve that? And it's about increasing your margin, having a higher ticket item. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with the with the office supply, it's a lot of lower margins. I mean, we're talking 12, 20, 30%. Whereas in like, you know, if we build a website for a customer or if we're doing furniture refinishing, we're talking more like 90% profit, right? Like our costs are extremely low. Um, so you have to kind of assess, okay, what's the type of business am I in? And almost in a way it's like lower margin things can be okay right. because if they're easy sellers, they're an easy way to get people into the door. So for instance, with the office supply we have a really high-grade paper, but we sell it at such a low margin. We pretty much make nothing after we deliver it. But what it does is it gets new customers in the door. Mm-hmm. And so it's worth doing because once they realize how great the paper is and the cost they get it they get it at, they want to keep doing business with you. So then they're just ordering other things, and other things are just coming. And when you deliver goods to customer service, it happens. Um, once you kind of get there, you can increase your margin and charge more for the paper because you can because you're – you're, you know, compensating in other ways. But in other businesses, you got to say, well, what's my higher ticket offer? Right. Where can I get more bang for my buck?
0: Right. And I think it's key for any business to have, you know, it's, it's almost inevitable to think that you're only going to have, I mean, it happens. There are businesses that only have high margin and um, that's great. But It's, you really want to have it varied. And so if you are in the situation where you're like, oh, mm, that's me. I I haven't been like looking at all of my numbers and you go and you look at your numbers and you're like, oh man, no wonder I'm struggling. No wonder I'm working seven days a week. No wonder my, you know, I just can't seem to take a paycheck. No wonder all these things. It's because I'm not actually making enough money You can vary what you're offering. You can input something that is a high margin, low cost, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the high ticket. You can sell it for uh, more money than what the cost is. It's a low cost item. Or you can um, raise the price. If you have room, you may be selling things too, too low. You may, your price may be just too low and you can raise the the price of that. Yeah. Or like, you know, in our furniture business, um, we were losing on delivery. We, we weren't like, we would go pick up and take the furniture, um, to them. And we, that's where our, like, that's where we started. We, when we run, ran our numbers, we would see, okay, we're good until this point. And at this point, that's where we start, like, losing it all. Mm-hmm. And it's because uh, we weren't charging enough for delivery.
1: Right, and we increased our delivery price, and, and we were kind of worried at first, like, well, typically when you raise prices, you get less customers. Right. and Well, we didn't. No. What happened was is they either paid the higher price, or they found a way to get it to us. Right. Which, that was a win. It was it was a win either way. Correct. So either we, we got we made money by doing it or we didn't have to increase our costs by having to do it because they brought it to us. And so it was kind of a, a win win for sure.
0: Right. Now, another factor that you have to, you know, account for, you know, some of us, we we're already in business and we're already doing this. We or we're already in business, but we're not really, really running the numbers like we should. And you should, it's a, it's an mm-hmm. ongoing, ever changing thing. Because the cost of your goods are changing. The cost of, you know, everything changes. Your cost is changing. (laughs) And so to think that the price that you're going to charge is just going to stay the same and you're going to still like make the same amount of money is just not realistic like i said in the beginning most of these big companies they have people that do this as a job like this is a you know designated job and so for us small business owners we have to remember that we have to do that too you know we have to unfortunately put on that other hat and look at it and make sure and it's really not that complicated of, no the easy you
1: know. really the easiest way of doing it is get a piece of paper fold it in half the top is your pluses mm-hmm. so the money that's coming in on something the bottom half is your cost so let's just go with we're refinishing a dresser right so i'm gonna have my plus for doing the job i'm gonna have my plus for delivery then or pickup and delivery right. then on my bottom half of my paper i'm going to have my costs. so i'm going to have the primer i'm going to have the sandpaper i'm going to have um the the, the paint the the clear coat the gas the the paying the labor and all that right. i have all these negatives that are going you're probably going to have more negatives than you will positive especially if you're working in a service invoicing world you're going to have an invoice with one plus and then you're going to have all these negatives but add all your negatives up add your pluses Put those two together. Right. Where are you at? Are you happy with that plus? Right. If not, then you have to find a way to either lower your cost, which sometimes can lower your quality, or you need to find a way to increase that plus sign.
0: Right. Yes. And if you're not in business yet, This is something that you can do while you're, you know, figuring out how you're going to price things. You can play Mm -hmm. around and change those numbers up and, you know, make your own scenarios and situations up Mm -hmm. and just take a gauge and and an estimate and an idea. Well, the
1: easiest way is you probably got a job and you got rent. So put your rent, your gas, your electric, your your gasoline for your car, your car payment, your insurance. Mm -hmm. Put all that in the bottom half and then put your paychecks on the top half. Right. And then do the math. Are you happy with it? Well, you either got to cut some things, get rid of the cable, cut the cord, or you got to go uh, work hard, ask for a raise, or you got to do a side hustle. Right. You know, you if you're not happy with where your profit loss is, then be an advocate for yourself and take serious measures mm-hmm. on either increasing your money or cutting your costs or both. Whitney, what about you? If, if you don't like your number, what do, you, do you look for a way to increase? Or do you look for a way to just cut more costs?
0: I always go to okay, I gotta increase, but
1: Well, hold on, which is easier? Do you think it's easier to increase no your money or is it easier to just decrease your costs?
0: Typically the corners start getting cut on decreasing costs, which mm-hmm. then results in decreased customer satisfaction, which then it's it's really like a slippery slope whenever you're stuck in this situation. Or whenever you find yourself in this situation, it, this most people result to okay. I'm just gonna cut that clear coat out. Okay, I'm just gonna use this cheaper paint over here, even though I know it's probably gonna peel off and not last. It it cut the cost down, which increases their margin. But in the long run, it is going to harm the overall business because then you start getting customer complaints and then you're going to have to do it over. And then you have, you know, you know, you don't, you don't have that good word of mouth, which is in my argument, one of the top biggest, um, Mm. like marketing strategies you can have. And so most of the time people find it easier to look at how to cut, 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 Rather than grow, 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 grow. Right.
1: So there's a short-term game yeah. with your profit loss. And you also have the long-term game, which takes us back to this delivery to this customer that does a lot of business. You know, we kind of have to take it. We right. kind of have to go in the hole. Right. Because it jeopardizes the long-term game of mm-hmm. the relationship with the customer that actually spends quite a bit of money. So it's like, well, hold on. Let's look at the, the numbers from last year. According to the numbers last year, this one individual customer, look at our profit and loss. Right. We actually came out really good. So if we assume, which I'm not saying you need to assume. but right. If we assume this year is the same relationship.
0: Well, I mean, you have quarterly that you can look at. And if true. you if you see in your numbers that, you know, your quarters no. or however you want to look at it, your monthly, whatever it is, is not adding up and is not doing that great and is not looking like last year or whatever, then you really need to dig into your numbers. And if you don't Mm -hmm. dig into your numbers, you're going to find yourself in in trouble. And, And when you have a situation that arises like, you know, wait a minute, we are going really negative on this one. You need to go dig further and yeah. you need to make sure that that's not happening more than you realize. Because when we are, you know, we're, we're running businesses, we're, we're doing jobs, we're, we're doing customer service, we're doing all these things, we're sweeping the floor, like we're, we're wearing all these hats and we're doing all these things. And sometimes that crap just happens. Like sometimes it just sneaks in and it's just not something that you recognize or you even like thought to take a pause and really like go analyze and look at and just to double check. You know, nothing says there's a problem. Nothing says anything's off, but it's better to know where you stand Mm -hmm. throughout the year. You have to know your business depends on it. Yeah. If you don't know and if if you don't stop at this point, now that you recognize, whoa, we're going super negative, and you don't go reassess and analyze and run numbers and do do like an analysis, then you're you're really playing the game of jeopardy. Right. Okay.
1: So you need to know your numbers. Yes. It is true. Now I know there's some people listening, they're like me. They're like, I got good math skills. Right. Like typically my math is typically on point, usually pretty good. And this is kind of where I think Whitney would get irritated with me so much is I would generally know my costs and my pluses. And so I would kind of know like, hey, yeah, I got 500 coming in. I got $300 in costs, like, you know, there's some gas and some labor here and you know whatever. We're still going to make 150, right? But then if she would actually crank the number out, she's like, "No, bro, you didn't make 150, you made 86." I'm like, "86 and 150 is a huge difference." Now she was like, "Oh no, you made $147. It's 3 bucks." Uh, whatever. You know, <laughs> goodbye donut and a chocolate milk. But to but 86 and 150, that's a big difference. And so if you're kind of like me where you're doing this general math of cost in your head, you, your brain is not keeping up with everything. And let me tell you what the pennies and the little change, it does add up and it can make a $10 difference. And if it's a ten dollar difference on an item you're selling a thousand of, that's a large number at the end. Right. And so you really do actually have to get the paper and you need to write it down. You need to put the decimal point and put the cents in there because it's better you're better to know with one hundred percent certainty where your money is. Otherwise you're gonna think you're loaded and bro, you're broke.
0: <laughs> now, I, I do wanna point out here, like this old school man here keeps telling you to get a pen and paper out and while well, that is I
1: know there's a spreadsheet. Come on now.
0: <laughs> no. Like while that back is... in my
1: day we had a count every ear corn that came off that husker, okay?
0: While that is a quick and easy assessment and way to do it, by by all means do that. Have at it. But if you pay for a modern, up to date accounting program
1: If you have an Android or an iPhone device.
0: (laughs) If you have an automated accounting situation going on, like QuickBooks or Wave Accounting or all these other ones online, you can go in and run a profit and loss statement. And it'll tell you your profit and your losses for the months. And some of them will even tell you by item. And some of them will even tell you by invoice if you use, you know, depending on how you use them. So it doesn't even necessarily require you to sit down with a calculator and a paper and a pencil. That probably is the most efficient, effective way to like doing a a quick check. Um, but of course, for me personally, I use QuickBooks and I like things automated because I don't like to take 15 copies of something and keep it in 15 different folders and have to sit there with my old school calculator that has that paper roll that never freaking works and calculate by hand.
1: So, (laughs) come on now. So we've been in this office by place and people are like, I need the paper roll that goes on the the calculator. (laughs) And we're like, huh? You have a paper roll on your phone? for your calculator app
0: whatever they're like no
1: no it's one of them. like my grandma had one anyways <laughs> whatever whatever works use what you got but it is it, it's like I'm and like we we're making copies like you, you need three copies of the invoice and then you get it signed and make three more copies you're gonna put in the file cabinet here <laughs> put in the file cabinet <laughs> over here and, and it's like oh man and we've gone so digital right and and to a degree I get it there is a purpose for paper trail yes I get it. That's right. And so cause I mean, I have definitely been guilty of going to my Google Drive account and going, it's somewhere in here. <laughs> somewhere. I've been looking for this. Like, like I had a lady and she was like, she was like, um, I don't come up on the Google Maps. i was like, you need to Google my business profile. And she goes, what is that? And I said, you set it up. It's for free. It puts you on the map. People look up your services. They look up services and you pop up because you provide them. And she goes, well, how do I do that? And I was like, you just go do it for free. And she was like, well, I don't know how to. I need you to show. Them. Well, I made a document that tells you how to create your profile. So I was like, what's your email? And I just sent it to her. But the problem was it took me forever to find it because I couldn't find it because I didn't know where it was. Well, lo and behold, it was in the wrong Google account. I had something for one business into another business. So, yeah, you can lose things. If it was in a paper trail in a file cabinet, I guess you could have found it faster. You could have just made a copy and handed it to her. Yep.
0: Yeah. Then and she wouldn't have to go print If you it had off. one of those little handy-dandy calculators, then you, didn't, you, you could just chit chit, chit 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 in the thing. And you don't even have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a paper that tells you everything yeah. you just calculated.
1: We about. may have gotten off topic. I'm not yeah. really sure. But anyway, back to money.
0: Moral of the story is calculated. Yeah know your money you have to know your money the success of your business is dependent on knowing your money it is not an option it is necessary
1: and here's why it's necessary if you know where your money is then you know how to continue growing yourself in business i'm here to tell you and if you're new to business and you think you figured it out oh just wait (laughs) your valley's coming Unfortunately, you will go through seasons where you, it gets tough and it can get tough in all these different areas. But when it comes to the money and the numbers, that's probably the area you don't want it to be tough by surprise. Right. You want to know that it's going to become getting tough before it actually gets tough. Yes. Because let's just be honest, when your money isn't enough to cover your bills, that's a lot of pressure and you're not going to perform in your business adequately at first until until you get things right. So, I yeah, I, you're you're better off forecasting and knowing where to make adjustments in your business. So, yeah. Right. You got to calculate.
0: Yep, money talks. So, you have to listen so that you are not surprised. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, your assignment is to go run your numbers. Go look at it. Go check it out. It may be all good. You may have done it not that long ago. Go do it anyway. You may be good. Good for you. You may find that you're not. Make the corrections. And if you need help, if you get in there and you're like, oh, no, I'm not really sure how to even fix it. Well, you know where to find this.
1: And if you're like, I need to increase. I need to balance out. We always do consultations. You can go to businessbuildingmentors.com and you can book a consultation with me or Whitney and we will help walk you through it.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We know that we all get busy trying to do life and our hope is that we can find ways to implement time and space to create a life we love living every day on our terms right in the middle of all the messes of life.
1: We hope that you've been inspired and our conversation helped you in some way. And it would be so amazing if you shared this conversation with somebody that you think would really benefit from hearing it. You can text someone the link or you can share it via email or on your social media pages. And please, we would love for you to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on because it helps us so much. The more reviews we have, the more people that will find our show. And our ultimate goal is for everyone to feel inspired, to find ways to create their own success, right in the middle of all the mess. And no, they are not alone in doing so.
0: And finally, we'd love for you to join our weekly email list so that we can connect on a deeper level and you can always be in the know of our new release events and opportunities.